This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast, number one podcast in Oakland, number one podcast in the Bay Area. Your host, Jordan Awandi, as you know, and today we have a special guest. When it comes to, when it comes to big niggas in hip hop, you think of Big Pun, Biggie, Biz Marquee, and you think of Oakland's own Champ Green. Welcome to the show. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How was your day? Oh, groovy, man. Even better, man, when I'm in the names of them cats, you know? <laughs> so uh, you are a music artist. I mean, that's the reason you're on today, but I really don't know anything about you. Don't really know that much about your music, you know what I'm saying? But multiple people have told me that you are someone to interview, so we go you know what I'm saying? We go dabble into your life and all that stuff, your upbringing. For sure. When did you get started in the music industry? Uh, I'd probably say maybe um, probably about 2013 or 12. Mm. Um, so I made like a goal for myself. Um, my house had burned down and uh, um, I was probably like 29 or 30 and, uh, you know, still just, uh, you know, just figuring out life but anyway i made a goal for myself to i was gonna do an album like one project and uh and i told myself that uh i was gonna do that and that was gonna be it and now uh you know that's like eight years down the road and i'm like maybe five or six projects in and Mm. a few in the clip so uh motherfucker really just thankful to uh surpass whatever i thought i was going your house burned down in oakland yeah in north oakland how did that happen uh so i had uh, a conventional oven and i had a roast wait 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 was it was you trying to deep fry like some turkey or some shit nah so i i was just uh (laughs) (laughs) fucking with a roast i had a little roast or whatever and i had this conventional oven and so uh, i was using the bathroom whatever so i went in the um you know, bathroom, do my thing. And then when I came out, the motherfucker, uh, house caught on fires, like an electrical fire. So the, the wires went through. I guess the wires were hella bad in the house. Mm. So, uh, that shit went through the whole, uh, house and burnt the whole apartment building down and shit. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> the whole so, apartment building. Yeah. Did you get in trouble for that? No, I didn't. Actually, uh, we was able to, um, find out they was in the wrong because, you know, uh, we yeah, had like fucked up wire and stuff. Pretty much, pretty much. So, you know, that worked out like that. I ended up, uh, that's crazy. You know, being homeless for a year. And then uh, my mom had just had retired, mm. took an early retirement. So it was like fucked up. So we were just in a motel for, uh, some years. Were you able to, to sue the, the building for having faulty wiring? Uh, yeah, they had, they, it, they, they gave us some, uh, some, uh, some like temp change. We had to split, like, it was crazy. We had to split, like, 10 bands mm. amongst each other. It was, like, four of us. Mm. So we didn't really, you know, I mean, I'm thankful to get that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit didn't, they didn't, you know, I guess they had their money hid with the dad 
your dad didn't have it in his name, you know, whatever it was, like we didn't get no dough up out of it like that. But yeah, and through that, you know, album came out. So mm. yeah. Well, that was your first album? Uh huh. What was yeah. the name of that? It was called The uh, Chronicles of Elizabeth Sherman. Who was Elizabeth Sherman? Uh, Elizabeth Sherman is an uh, elementary school I went to. Oh, okay. um, it was the only basic plus school in Oakland. So it was like, um, it's like imagine being a, a prep school, you know, all in one. You know, it's like, uh, in a sense, I, I say they raised some of the greatest motherfuckers that come up out of Oakland. You know, a bunch of smart motherfuckers. You know, as in who, nigga? Huh? Who? I mean, you know, Gary Payton or somebody? Uh, no, not Gary Payton. Just uh, real street savvy motherfuckers. Um, who kind of uh, famous? You know, uh, in their own right. You know, uh, got a real imprint in the town. Just you know, I guess you can call them uh, you know, legends in their own right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. But yeah. salute to any motherfucker that went to Sherman though, the slam dunk courts. <laughs> where uh where was Sherman at? Uh, it was located um right on uh fifty fifth and Madeira. Madeira was that East Oakland? Yeah, East Oakland. Okay. It's kinda like uh right it's kinda like in the Maxwell Park area. Mm. You know. So it's uh, a middle school? No, nah, it was elementary school. Oh elementary, okay. Yeah, it was elementary school. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So So um you went there, where did you go to high school? So I went to high school at Oakland High. I'm an old high player, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who was that? Was anyone famous at Oakland High when you was there? Um, no. Dame, was Dame Lillard there? Dame had uh, he hadn't uh, he hadn't um, came yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I got a few years on him, so he hadn't mm. slid through yet. But we had a few baseball players um, before me that came, um, but nobody uh, uh, that I can just pinpoint that's like, oh man, this motherfucker a star. You know what I mean? Well, what was high school like for you? Was you was you like the popular kid? Uh, I was like middle class popular. I'm mm. putting in my work like like a four year senior. I wasn't like, you know, freshman of the year nigga or nothing, but you know, <laughs> I was constantly putting in my work. So by the time I was a senior, yeah, you know, I was I, I was the nigga in my own right, man, with my crew, man, just you know, being a player, fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? When you were in high school, did you have uh did you have dreams of college? Uh was was, it, was was that was that a uh was that a, a obtainable goal for you? I mean, it could have been, but we, since Sherman, we treated, I mean, since high school, we treat, I mean, since elementary, we just treated work like hustling. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know, uh, you know how if you can do all your homework at a uh, school, they give you the assignment and you do that shit before school over. That way, when you get home, you ain't got to do that shit. Mm. So me and my fellas kept that mentality all through, you know, all through my years of schooling. So. Um, I could have obtained, uh, you know, college. I thought I was going to go to Duke or something mm. and play hoop or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, so you wanted to go to college? I mean, I wanted to go. I mean, I eventually went to junior college, but I didn't okay. have the uh, the motherfucking college dorm experience and shit like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, an yeah, HBCU yeah. game, you yeah. know. So, when you, what year did you graduate uh, college? I uh, mean, what year did you graduate high school? 96. 96. Uh-huh. And then after you graduated high school, did you go to junior college right after that? Or were you just like... No, nah, I took a couple of years and just played it off and just trying to figure out, you know, where my life was at or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, 
always had responsibilities because I had a little brother that's autistic. Mm-hmm. He like my better half. Like still to this day, I you know take care of him. So just figuring shit out and then just just trying to figure out life as a yeah. you know you know young nigga you know in the town. So I did you with. did you ever uh, live elsewhere besides Oakland? Yeah, so uh, I migrated in '96. My mom moved to Hercules. Okay. So she moved to Hercules and I would have to commute, you know, from back, you know, back and forth. And uh, that's when I started seeing, you know, players from all walks of life. So I had to get on a BART. And I would let, have let, to. Let me, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh-huh. being an East Oakland nigga living okay. in Hercules, like that's like Richmond and shit, right? Or For sure. close or to Richmond. close to it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I know they be, well, back in the day, I mean, Richmond niggas didn't get along with Oakland niggas. Okay. So how was that like? Was you was you did was you was you making it known that yo I'm an East Oakland nigga, but I'm just in Richmond, uh, or was you just like yeah I'm not gonna let these niggas know where I'm no, from? No, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, I they knew I was from the town because they used to call it the trees, mm-hmm. you know. So, but but Hercules was kind of like a a melting pot because you had a lot of motherfuckers from the city in there, from the rich in there, some motherfuckers from Aleo. It's like a little melting pot. However, my little brother went to school in those Richmond areas. So I was able to pick up the slang and also find out, you know, it's players everywhere. Mm. You know, it's motherfuckers kicking this game heavy everywhere. So um no, uh the 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 rich did me swell from my migration through there, you mm. know. You know, traveling through there, all those little situations, you know, just how they kicked the game. You know, motherfuckers was yin, yee, yee, yee. You know, the whole nine and shit like that. You know, yeah. saying, yeah, man, she a chassis, man. Just just picking up lingo. I was like, oh, okay, this game getting kicked everywhere. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So it toned down my Oakland pride or whatever, you know, to be like, man, Oakland, the best. They got all the shit, you know. You know, still got that pride, but realize that, man, there's players everywhere kicking this game, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you think Oakland is... When they say the Bay Area, but do you, I mean, the Bay Area consists of a whole bunch of little cities and shit. But do you think Oakland is the the number one representation of the Bay Area? Because you know how when niggas say the East Coast, but they think of New New York. York. They don't think of Jersey, Philly, uh, Maryland and shit. Well, as I got older and I matured, at first I would, I used to really think, I know it's like, like they say, um, if, you know, Tony Bennett got the song, My Heart is in San Francisco, you know. Yeah. So if a motherfucker left their heart in San Francisco, they soul in Oakland. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So uh, I, I definitely think we are uh, a, a heavy influence in this here game when it comes to the Bay Area. So, uh, um, you know, not taking discredit any other parts of the Bay Area. But, yeah, it's a, it's a heavy, you know, it's a heavy influence coming from Oakland, mm. you know. And... um. Your first album. Okay. Let's talk about that. You had your whole life. Do you think your first album is your best out of all your uh albums? Um, I mean I I I guess I'm doing do this artist shit. I think every album I get, I get better at it. Um I it was special to me because uh first even with that project, it went um it's special to me because not only it's my baby, but I was able to have pull a lot of my producer friends who, you know, wasn't doing music, um, excuse me, um, wasn't doing music, uh, they had kind of quit rapping for like them to, you know, come together and do production on my album, rhyme on my album, just a lot of cool shit about that process. And then even with that, 
um, I said I was only going to do like six songs, and it went from six songs to like 16 songs. Mm. And all my friends produced and got, you know, I got verses from all my folks, and that shit was dope. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it didn't like sell anything in that manner, but it was a, it was, it was, it was, it was dope for me to have. Your first album, what's the mood? Like, if someone was to listen to it, like, what was, what would be the mood where you would describe? Is it like, um, like some like clubby shit? Nah, not at like all. Some like dark shit or like some street shit, some pimping shit. What? Not at all. It's just, uh, I, I would say, uh, storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, uh, some cool ass art to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know, without putting too much on it, um, you know, just like beats, rhymes, and life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like, you know, pretty much just kind of like vibe, mood, music, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a certain producer you like to work with? Um, well, my camp, you know, the motherfuckers I, 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 I fuck with, um, from the Grand National crew from SK. Uh, I'm working on something crazy with Noble right now. Mm. Um, Basta, um, uh, Monty Draper, crazy, just the whole, uh, production crew of Grand National, um, just, yeah, and then I, I even have a DJ 12. I, I do, uh, I got crazy projects with him. So, um, I just like to make a marriage with the producer who I'm, uh, vibing with at that time to make the, you know, make a union, a mm-hmm. dope shit, you know? So how many albums do you got out now? Um, I have right now, I have, um, I think like five. Five. About five. And then I got, I got some in the cha- chamber, like as we speak. So out of those five albums, which one was the hardest to make? Um, I would say Beach Rhymes in Life, the artist storyteller. That's my second project. Okay. Actual full project or actual project. It had no, it was about 30 songs. Uh, the direction was a little bit scatterbrained everywhere. I had live music. Um, that was produced all by SK. Um, why was that so hard to make? Well, it was like, it, it wasn't necessarily hard. It was just free, but the fact that I didn't have a direction. Mm. You know, I just kind of wanted to tell cool yeah, well, you, didn't, you didn't have a theme. Or, yeah, or the, I didn't have okay. a theme. Well, my theme was kind of storytelling, but it was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like a beat direction, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I just wanted live shit, and I just wanted dope shit. When you say live, you're talking about like a band and shit? Uh, sort of. I mean, it was just live instrumentation. Okay. You know, so guitars live, mm. drums, you know, like raw shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, so shit like that. Um. When you write, right? Mm. I'm assuming you write your own shit. For sure. What is a what is a thing for you to get over writer's block? How do you get over writer's block? Um, like life. I just be like in space with this shit. I write out of air. I don't necessarily like, you know, for example, so like say we're right here and then, you know, this moment right here, you know, if I'm on a bar or something or I'm in an Uber or wherever the fuck I'm doing. You know, a mm. verse may come out the air based mm. on the experience that I've had, mm. and uh, it'll take me down a whole another musical rabbit hole. You know, mm. so that's how I really fuck around. It's like it's so many, um, you know, things that I can think about that you know inspire me or that provoke my thought. Mm. You know, 
So, do you think um, Oakland rappers? Do you think Oakland rappers uh, cater to only Oakland audience, and that's their downfall? I don't. It it depends on what you know. I I also think you know it, it's a variety. I I think to put that in one basket with you know would be fucked off. Um, I think it's a variety of uh, talent here and different type of cats who um, diversify their game. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't get exploited because you know maybe what's considered you know popular or what you go to mm-hmm. is pushed. So no, nah, I don't. Why do why do you, why do you think the why do you think most Oak? I mean, there's a shit ton of for sure Oakland rappers artists out here, right? For sure. But why don't you think they get played? In the East Coast or the South or shit like that, uh, because it's a you know I guess it's a stereotype you know, um, you know it's like if you're not sounding a certain way or what the trend is, then you know it may not get no play. It's like nowadays it's like uh, a lot of things are more. Uh, how much do you sound? How much do you copycat or mimic? You know. Um, it's like everybody wants to say, yeah, I'm authentic, but they want to mimic without, you know, it's okay to be influenced, but at the same time, still being able to, you know, bring your own of who you are to the table. But mm. that sometimes get, you know, lost in the sauce when, say, for instance, you know, you may mimic something and it becomes hot, and then now you might be pegged with that. It's like, for example, you know, motherfucker uh, get typecast. So, like, say, f- for example, uh, you know, Rudy Huxtable. Yeah. Like she never gets a chance to play another role because motherfucker remember her from Rudy. Or mm-hmm. even in music, motherfucker do the Bow Wow special. So now when Bow Wow go <laughs> fuck around. What the fuck is and, the Bow Wow special? Well, meaning like, you know, they know him for making the little kitty rhymes. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. he never, you know, is gonna be able to, you know, it don't matter if he rapping his ass off and, and blossoms into, you know, who he blossoms into. But you always, but yeah. I I mean I understand that know. too, but you know why uh people think of Bow Wow like that is because when he came out, he was talking like a little kid. For sure. And then uh, Chris, like take Chris Brown, for example. When Chris Brown came out, the nigga was 15 years old, but he was talking on some grown-up shit. He, he was. He was, that first single that he came out with Jules Santana. Yeah. Was that was like some like, yo, yeah. girl, come here. I'm going to yeah. grind on you and for shit. Sure. He was talking some grown man shit. From the gate. Exactly. So it wasn't like he uh, was talking like, oh, I want to take you to the park and hold yeah. hands. So it was it as he grew up, he his audience like it was grown people listening to him then when he yeah. first came out, and his grown niggas listening yeah. to him now. So it didn't have Bow Wow. There was little kids listening to him, and yeah. then now they're like, oh, "Nigga, I'm not, I'm not listening. I'm to not you, driving man. down the street bumping no Bow Wow. I don't hey, give yo, a no. fuck how much he cusses, you, you, nigga. You feel me? Yeah. So so I I do think that's uh that's like your downfall when you're like a child fucking uh star. Yeah. If you come out the gate, because I can't I I don't know any child rapper. That started off like that and now is like considered where grown niggas is like bumping. Can you? Nah. Um, because even when you look at Wayne, he had flair. Like, even if he didn't cuss, he still had swag enough to be like. Talking oh, about Lil Wayne? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he nigga, never. Lil Wayne came out like, you know. Some hood shit, nigga. Yeah, but he, he didn't cuss though. And he had swag enough to where the age bracket. Was enough to be like, okay, kids fuck with him, but young adults fuck with him. So he kind of wasn't like typecast. Yeah. 
you know. Um, and when Lil Wayne first came out, you would never think that this nigga was, I mean, just by the sound of his voice, you probably would, but the shit he was talking about, it was yeah. like, it was like old hood old niggas, hush, yeah. dope dealing, all that shit. That's yeah. what he was talking about. You know, and he was, and he made it in an older, he made it, he made it seem in a cooler way. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Who's your favorite uh, artist from the Bay? From the Bay? Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a favorite. It's like, I, I, I like to fuck with the buffet table, right? So I like a plethora of, of artists. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, um, from from the new ones to the old ones, depending on, you know, what's my mood that day. But I just always like to stay tapped in. Mm. But I don't have like a direct favorite, even as far as, you know, motherfuckers say, who's your favorite rapper? Mm. And it's like, I can't say that either. Like, I just like, you know, I like the game, you know. Do you think, um, do you, do you, who do you think is the most influential of like the Bay Area? Like, for example, when you think of New York, you think of like Jay-Z, Nas. Nas. And then when you think of like Texas, the most, you think of UGK. Like Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, gotcha. When you think of Chicago, you think of fucking Chief Keef, Kanye. So who, who in the Bay Area do you think is like the most, who influential? like, yeah, influential or just like put, when you think of Bay Area rap. Oh, you got it. Whose name did, pops up? You got to say, you know, uh, you know, Shoten Fody. You know what I'm saying? Short and okay. Yeah. You know, show and folding. And then um if you go down the line, you know, later, you know, you you gotta say fab, you know, but even before them, you got the Hyro or you got, you know, Richie Rich, mm-hmm. you know, uh uh, you know, you can even put Master P on an honorable mention because kind of bubbled from this way, but yeah, you know, um, yeah, I would say you consider Master P bad? Well, I, I mean, mean, I know that I know the nigga started here, yeah. but you know what I'm saying, but I mean, you know, his, it's his like sound is not bad. Definitely whatsoever. not, but you know, the game he got, I kind of okay. count as his honorable mention because mm. you know he took it in. You know, you might as well say Pac then, for sure. Pac from Pac this way. Yeah, I mean, he let it be known, like you know, what I'm saying, he said, you know, I got the game from Oakland. Mm-hmm. You know, his big homies was Richie Rich, and you know, mm. so you know, those are honorary mentions. You know. Do you think pimping is a big part of Oakland rap? Well, it's in the culture. I mean, it's, uh, you know, like, I mean, that's what we, like, you know, grew up on. You mm-hmm. know, even if, you know, we wasn't pimping. I mean, it was like, you know, in our talk and just how we went about our mannerisms. It was just, you know, players. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, like uh, Show said, ain't nothing but gangsters and players in here. It can't be a fake nigga staying out here. Mm-hmm. You know, and just in the in the culture of what it was, it was like, you know, like just up the way in Vallejo, you had Rosebud, you know what I'm saying? And then you had the Ward Brothers, you know, Phil Mo Slim, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, the Ronnie Newts, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you had, it was a, you know, Pippin was a strong culture back in the day that mm-hmm. we were in, embedded with. It's like, so imagine you got, you got Pimpin' and you got the Panthers, mm-hmm. you know, and all those things are, uh, you know, impregnating the culture that, you know, you know, that we form to be in this. Do you, do you think do you think those two are equally important in Oakland history? Um I I I was I mean 
equally, maybe not, but they're definitely important because that's what that's that's what we birthed, you know. Yep. Yep. That's what came about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and now is you know, a- as I look at uh, just the way we empower ourselves, just even with the words we display now, you know, now pimping ain't just you know pimping on a bitch. You know, you know, now it's like shit pimping yourself to go on and get on the whole stroll, your work or whatever it is you do and being the best hoe you can on that stroll as you pimping yourself. So you the pimp and a hoe. However, mm. you know, just like motherfucking power itself with the word nigga, mm-hmm. you know, so now it's it's just, you know, taking the game that you got and being able to boss up and upgrade that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. How many hoes have you pimped in your life? Ah, uh, none. <laughs> no, I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't a, I ain't a pimp. I'm a wordsmith. You're a wordsmith? Mm-hmm. Explain to the people what a wordsmith is. Well, uh, I just play with the lingo. Um, That's a characteristic of a pimp, is it not? Getting your um, words out, talking fast. Uh, uh, I'm saying, um, talking to a, I, talking I, to a female so fast that she's so flabbergasted with the language, and she like, damn. I, I guess that's. A I don't form know what you're it. saying, but I like it. You know yeah, what I'm it's a uh, you know it's sweet music to the ears, though. You know, um, um, I guess it could 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 be considered as uh, charismatic or manipulative. Um, it's it's is it's, it's heavy game in the ism, though. If you listen, you know. Um, Shit, but it's ball biodegradable. You know what I mean? You feel me? <laughs> does uh that does is that an important factor when you make music? Talking that shit like that? Yes. Uh I would I, I get for me, cause I you know, I I I used to watch the slick motherfuckers talk. Like, you know, motherfuckers used to be on the bus playing three car Molly, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, or OG pimp that, you know, used to have it, or a motherfucker that, you know, was a was a deep boy that used to have it, and now he ain't got it no more. But he still got his mind, and he's still talking that slick ass shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he pouring into you that slick ass shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go on and do that shit, man. Be all you can be, man. A B C and D, man. And you know what I'm saying? You know, just whatever. And it was just, it was motivating at the same time, though. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just really depending on how you digested that game and regurgitated it. You know what I mean? Do you think uh, pimping now? Is different than back in the day, Pimper? Uh, for sure. Has it changed? Uh, well, now it's on the internet. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And, and you know, it's a little bit different now. And, mm. you know, um, do you think women, do you, do you think pimps have, are like basically on the verge of extinction? Cause, you know, women nowadays, they're realizing, yo, I don't need this nigga. Yeah, I can rent a guy. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can put up OnlyFans or I can do all this other shit myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't need the, they don't need the, uh, the nigga right no more to like set up dates and shit. Yeah. So um, do you think pimp, pimping is on the verge of extinction? Uh, pimping in, in that aspect, maybe, yeah, but the, the, the actuality of pimping, nah. You know, um, that's going to continue to go on. Mm. It's just been remixed and reflipped, mm. you know, in different ways and manners, manners and channels that you can, um, you know, you can do it in. Uh-huh. You know. Well, let's talk about uh, you're in a group called Grand National, right? For sure. When did this come about? How did you meet these? How did you meet this group? What? Like, tell me the history. Oh, so, you know, um, we've all mutually known cats, you know, mutually known each other. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not. uh just all work with each other at the same time. Mm. 
So, um, Eric decided to, uh, put out like a, uh, I think a group chat, um, of all the, you know, dope motherfuckers he fuck with. Irk? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Formerly known, I mean, formerly known as Irk, but Kevin Irk the Allen. Jerk? Yeah, Irk the Jerk. Okay. Formerly known as Kevin Allen. I mean, formerly known as Irk the Jerk, but Kevin Allen right now. So Kevin Allen was Irk the Jerk. Kevin Allen is Irk the Jerk. Oh, okay. Or was Irk the Jerk. All right. You know what I'm saying? So he, uh, you know, put the, uh, put the Batman call out and, um, I guess they got things going, the conversations going, and uh, my buddy SK, they were just spearheading things at his lab um, at the Slack Wagon Studios, and um, motherfuckers were showing up. So um, I happened to come uh, like at the tail end a little bit. They had a Friendsgiving maybe about three years ago, two or three years ago. So I was just coming there. You know, SK told me to pull up, pull up. Not knowing what what was becoming of nothing, I ain't knowing nothing, and uh, we vibe. We have um, you know some of that good Southern Cafe on the table. We eat shit up, fuck with it. Come back next Thursday, bam. We come back next Thursday, we record. So I never left after that. We like we bang out two or three songs. Then next, you know, other cats like start coming through, like uh, you know, like the famous um uh battle rap legend Passwords. So bam, he slide through, and then. I see Brookfield Deuce. Um, I see uh, Black Achilles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out Black Achilles. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see all these great individuals, man, and um, um, some I had heard of but never worked with. So was this a group that just happened to form or was these niggas chosen to be in the group? Uh, I think it like happened to perform. It's like it's almost like the motherfucker uh, trying out for the team. And the motherfuckers tried out the motherfuckers that was here dedicated to trying out for the team is on the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To 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 my knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Um, so how many people can literally say that they grand national? That they're grand national. I'm not talking about niggas that just be in the studio. How many niggas can definitely say I am a grand national member? How many? Um shit, this shit. Probably about maybe about when we count producers and engineers and shit like that, and the whole, the I tri- mean, just anyone who can say I'm a part of this group. I'm not probably I'm, about. I don't. Come, I'm not friends with this nigga who's in the group. I'm, yeah. not, I'm talking about who are really in, in the group. Okay. Um, um, if I count the producers and the, and uh, speaking of Mike, nigga, speaking of Mike, speaking. Okay. Of, okay. Speak yeah. <laughs> if I count producers, if I count producers, and I would say about twenty. It's like 20, 20 members in Grand National. If I'm counting producers, photographers, videographers, like 20. So Grand MCs, okay. if I break it down to MCs, it's probably like uh, just off my head, maybe eight, nine. But if I add the, you know, the, the females, which is Jane and Kate, so that's like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I would say so. I'm so, so who head. who gives the like? Let's say a random nigga like that be rapping, be like, "Yo, I want to be a part of the Grand National. I want to be in this group." Can he just walk up and be like, "Yo, nigga, I'm in Grand National now"? Uh, or is it like a process? Does he have to meet with like the head of Grand? Na- is there a head of Grand National? Well, I don't think it's a head. It's a collective. However, I don't. 
I, I think we'd be definitely open to, you know, you know, you know, with co- collaborative, you know, motherfuckers, because that's what it is. It's like a, you know, it's like a real production company, you know, um, it's like a lot of moving parts. Mm. So, um, yeah. But the creator of Grand National is Kevin Allen. I would say so. Okay. I would say so. You know, um, yeah, I, 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 I think this was his brainchild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you um the two females in the group, what are, are they what are they hip hop artists or are they just singers? What? R and B. R and B. R and B. Um Jane Hancock, uh she just uh matter of fact, uh that algorithm out is right now, that Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh with She's Def on Jam. that? Yeah, she signed with Def Jam. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um that just came out the other day. Um uh Yep, and then Kate Lamont. Um, they're mm-hmm. very, uh, they they very dope. Uh, She's a white girl, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. everyone else in the group is black. Yeah, yeah. How does she finagle finagle that? Uh, well, it's different. Like she's a part of uh, like her and Monty, her Monty and Noble have a uh, have a have a group, mm-hmm. and so uh. You know, it's like I say, moving parts. So it might be a producer with two artists, mm-hmm. or you might spin off into a solo with this artist. So it's like we all are like different solo artists. So we mm-hmm. just happen to form like Voltron around this. Moment. So it's not a, a Grand National is not a record label. No, it's more so like a production company. Okay, a collective. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know. And what year did you uh, join the group? Uh, I would probably say, um. The year before COVID hit. So if COVID hit in what two years ago? Yeah. So two Something years like ago, that. I would probably say the the year before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. That's do you do you do you think it's a it was a blessing? For sure. Okay. Most definitely, because uh, at that time I I wasn't um, I was working like two jobs, so I I wanted to get back in the lab, and I had music. I was trying to f- just figure stuff out, but you know, uh, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know, work calls, so I was uh, able to, you know, do my, you know, get work, put food on the table. So I was happy at that. But at the same time, I, I was itching to get back in the lab, but to figure out, just think, just figuring shit out, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was a blessing like that because it got my engine going back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then also being around a bunch of other collective individuals, you know, kind of got my gears going and shit. So you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was dope. Have you ever done a song with Kevin Allen? Yeah, for sure. Off his uh, off his project, uh, the Kevin Allen Experience. Do you think you rap better than that nigga? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't compare like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get it all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, you trying to ask your politically correct answer? Uh, for sure. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't count a motherfucker bars. It's a motherfucker raw, motherfucker raw. I don't, you know, yeah. motherfucker be like, yeah, man, I, you know, that nigga ate me on that or I ate him on that. Mm. You know, I just, I don't keep score. I ain't the referee, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do let the resume speak for itself. So, <laughs> you know, that's all. So you got new shit coming out? You working on something new? Uh, yeah, I am. I got a, a few projects coming. Uh, I have, uh, coming soon, I have uh, the, uh, I have uh it's called uh 
Introverted Extroverts, The Life and Times of the Audio Art Dealers. Mm. That's coming with DJ Basta. Mm. And I just dropped a project last year, The Agape Elephant in the Room, produced by Basta. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I got some cool shit coming this year. Mm. Or next year. Or this year and next year. Okay. Yeah. So. When was the first time you realized... That yeah. I was wrong, the motherfucker. No, I mean, well, that. No, but when it. was the first time you realized, yo, I can, I can take this rap shit seriously? Um, I mean, because everyone, everyone makes a song here and there, but no one is like, no one is like, yo, I'm a. It, no one is walking around saying I do this for a living. Yeah, for sure. So it, I was damn near in, in rap anonymous for Hilly. I didn't tell motherfuckers I even rap even after I dropped a couple projects because I just didn't want to have that type of, you know, everybody, you know, oh, I rap. You know, buy mm-hmm. my CD. So I didn't want to have that type of stigma. So I would, you know, you know, I guess I was in denial for a while, although I was making music. Mm-hmm. So I say maybe um, when I hooked up with SK, like, you know, um, probably 2012. Um, I had featured on songs before, like, you know, with with Young Gully and the Young Hustlers. Um, I had featured on shit. Um but I wasn't as taking it as as serious until I, I guess I did my full project myself. So um, I guess that was in my 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 thirties, you know. But at seventeen, I knew I can rhyme and I can freestyle. Mm. I thought I was hot shit though, younger. I was like, hey man, I, if a motherfucker ain't signing me, if Timberland or Puff ain't signing me from free me freestyling and talking all this shit, then I ain't worrying about none of that bullshit. I thought I was hot shit, but mm. it took 13 years later to, you know, the shit actually to come, you know, to fruition to be like, oh, yeah. So. Have you ever thought about giving up? Like, has there ever been a time where, you know, I don't think this music is not doing what I want, um, wanted it to do, so you're like, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm stop. Has there ever been a time where you were thinking about that? Not... Not really, because um, I, you know, I guess I, you know, I, I look at this rap shit to me as like, um, where, you know, some cats, you know, they can do the LeBron James special and go straight out of high school and go to the league. Motherfucker like me, you know, work, do whatever, you know, how he got to live, get it how he live. So I got to take a class day by day to get my degree. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it may take a motherfucker 12 years to get their degree and their doctorate and all that shit, but- mm-hmm. You know, the Nobel Peace Prize coming, the plaques is coming, so. So, you know. so, so, you, so your message to niggas is just keep striving. Yeah, man, the turtle want to race around this motherfucker, man. Mm. You know, and the turtle didn't win looking and worrying about what the rabbit was doing. All the motherfucker did was stay the course. Yeah. You know, so. What's, uh, what's, what are some of the, uh, the things, the, 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 what are some hard things about making music industry, do you think? Wait, say it again. I couldn't hear you. What are some things that are like hard, like hard to like fucking do about the music industry? Well, it's the fact that, man, this, I mean, this game is really high school musical game. I mean, it's like post office, like it's like high school popular cool kids table. You know, it's all that shit. Like a bunch one. of politics. Yes, mm. definitely. So to the point to where it's just like, you know, um, you know, you don't want to fake kick it, but a lot of motherfuckers want to, you know, fake kick it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In order to get where they got to go. And I, I guess that's cool if you can muster, you know, that, 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 that stamina to do that shit. But 
you know, I, I, I think I find that kind of, you know, um, tiresome, you know, to, to, to fake kick it like that. And then it's just, you know, a lot of my, I realize also this game, a lot of motherfuckers been scoring from this game to where is it's like, you know, um, you know, it's almost like, I don't know if you, you familiar with Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. you know, when motherfucker put that ring on, <laughs> motherfucker go crazy and shit. Yeah. I, that's how this game go, blah. Okay. You know, motherfucker put that ring on and go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a king motherfucker like uh, my nigga Frodo. Mm. It takes a motherfucker like him, man, to keep shit rocking around this motherfucker, <laughs> man. You know, you, you talking about staying humble or like yeah, okay. just that? It, and then before you won't lose your top, man, because mm. um, I mean, this game spits you out. You know, um, the damn near spit you out before you can even get started. And you know, I came in at a more mature age, but. At the same time, man, motherfucker put that ring on, be going crazy, you know, and it'd be go keep going. Whatever level of you know uh, success a motherfucker obtain, you know, but motherfucker put that ring on, be losing it. Have you ever met a nigga who who you thought like, yo, uh, this cool, I like this nigga, and then when you actually met him, start working with him, nigga was totally different than what you thought. Um, I not. I guess you could say so, not really, because I really don't get too, you know, I don't really get too engulfed in a motherfucker. You know, I just kind of, you know, as as open I am, I'm still closed. So it's like I be, you know, I just try to, you know, read the signs and the vibes and kind of, you know, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Kind of, You know, I don't try to invest too much into that. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of just, you know, score my 20 points and then walk off the court and go back home. Mm-hmm. You know, do what I'm supposed to do and, you know, keep it pushing. Um, that way, you know, it, you, you have a better understanding on what you need to be doing. Yeah. You know, so you don't get distracted because there's a lot of distractions in this shit too. So, you know, do you have someone on your like wish list to work with? Um, not really. Everybody who I ain't work with, I can't, I can't really, I don't, I, I, like I said, I, Again, like my shit, like a buffet table, man. I'm like smorgasbord with the extension cords. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> with the three prong cord, man, to keep shit rocking around this motherfucker. So, you know, I, I just be, uh, appreciative of the motherfuckers who I do able to come across that I probably didn't think I was going to come across that I do. Um, so, uh, not offhand, but I want to work with, you know, everybody, so to speak, that make, that makes sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but I don't have, uh, like, the bucket list. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you grow up with both your parents? I didn't. I grew up with moms. Moms? Uh, yeah, she raised five boys. Okay. In East Oakland. Yeah. Okay, what does mom do? Uh, mom, just regular uh, everyday celebrity. Just regular <laughs> everyday people. <laughs> yeah, but just, yeah. just regular people. Um God fear young lady like five four still alive still alive you know what I'm saying uh you know she ran a retirement game and I be serving every I get her a check every month man you know mm-hmm. out of my pocket man so she be running a retirement game to the she fullest. uh you guys close hell yeah that's my folks she fuck with it mm. you know real player in the game man you know uh, I just value her her wisdom you know mm-hmm. and uh you know uh. Who she is, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's crazy is she didn't even, you know, she don't fuck with the rap. Like, you know, Christian, mm-hmm. she, you know, whole nine, you know, eight, you know, but as I've 
evolved and shit, you know, she's like, okay, okay, your your words is powerful, son. You so know? she listens to your music? She don't necessarily listen to my music. She may watch the videos when they come out. Mm. She also, uh, so my words be spoken words. I be turning them, you know, so if I, I be, so like my words, you know, that I rhyme, you know, I can, I be, you know, uh, at spoken word nights or whatnot, spitting yeah. shit, right? So sometimes she done popped up on me with a black history situation or something or whatever little event I, I was at and she'd come watch me get down mm-hmm. and she'd just be really impressed by the power behind the shit I'm talking. Mm-hmm. So to see those things, man, you know, uh, motherfucker be really appreciative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I appreciate mom dudes for that though. You know? So she raised five boys. Sure. Uh, do you think, I mean, even though she raised you, for sure. Do you think a woman can teach Hell no. a man to be a man? Hell no. And then she'll even say that. And it's just some shit now that it's like a process is like, uh, just relearning some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like she was quick to let me know, you know, shit, she can't tell me how to be a man. She could, you know, give mm-hmm. me the tools and pointers from a woman's aspect, but I had to go buy that game. I had to go learn that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I had to go unlearn shit that, you know, maybe the line that she was pushing, but she didn't know no better because she's only coming from this aspect. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of times with you have loss of, Father figure or role model in that form, you got to go buy that game elsewhere. So you may buy it from the pimps, the D-boy, the hustling motherfuckers, your peers, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers who, you know, or or the music that you listen to. So uh it was just a long road and, and niggas still figuring out and having to filter shit, you know what I'm saying, you know, Um so... Did no. you did you did you have a male figure growing up? I mean, I had my older brothers and shit, but shit, the motherfuckers trying to figure that shit out too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and just evolving as a man. You know what I'm saying, um, just learning a lot of shit. Just as far as you know, how motherfuckers pop CEO, generational wealth, and the whole thing. But if you don't have no lineage of the game, you know it's kind of hard when a motherfucker saying all you know in front of you is shit. Man, the lights about to get cut off or check the check game. You know, so you grow up with that in you, or just the fact of, you know, you may not have the family reunion game to where it's, hey, I'm going to see all my family in, in the South. Mm-hmm. So you may not have no, your family may go from here to Hayward, and you can count them on your hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you may not have that, you know, it's like, um, it's a privilege. You know, when we break down the word privilege, I know we like pop every day, hey, man. White privilege, blah, 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 but what about the privilege that one individual have? You know, so if you got the privilege of love, that can open you up to a door, a whole other shit. So I just be looking at that as a whole, blood. So, you know, um, it's like realizing that shit, man. A lot of shit a motherfucker got, don't got a head start in. Mm. But I realize I do. Like I always point this out to my mom. I said, man, you could have got over me on, I know, man, you, you know, you got over me on a welfare check, man. You know, you didn't give me my proper cut of this motherfucker, right? <laughs> I ain't mad at you on that though, right? Yeah. But look though, I said the best thing that you could have ever did was introduce <laughs> me to God, but I'm cool with that, man. So you're religious? Oh yeah. I mean, spiritual, you know, you know, uh-huh. you know, I don't, you know, I, you know, like everybody walk a life, you know, everybody got to, you know, you know, walk their own green mile cause it's personal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, <laughs> what's the difference between uh being religious and being spiritual? Well, I think religion is man-made. You know, I mean, which is you know, religion is just boom. This is what this is. 
you know, but spirituality is, you know, between you and your God. Yeah. And your creator to where it's behind closed doors, man. Mm-hmm. What a motherfucker doing when the lights off, you know what I'm saying? Or just whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, so I just think it's definitely a difference, but you know, religion, you can just play it off and you know, just like motherfucker, uh, hey, I'm the mayor, man, but a motherfucker getting their dick sucked behind the door. And then you convict the other motherfucker who got his dick sucked mm. and saying whatever, but it's, oh, I'm the mayor, title. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, you know, that's that's the way I see this old shit, you know? Did you grow up going to church? Hell yeah, man. Mm. You know, um, that was a, a focal point. And, and even learning some things, even me and my mom, we would have agreements, you know, agree to disagree on stuff. Because as you start seeing stuff about life and just how the game getting kicked, you're like, oh, okay, well, I see it like this, but the basis... It was support. And when I started being able to learn the game for myself, I applied it. It just mm. applied on to my life and, and, and weigh it on the mental scale of life and see if it come out right. You know what I'm saying? Do you think you're a type of person who questions everything? Um, I don't know if I say I I question everything. However, you know, I I you know, I be having to weigh a lot of shit out. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? To make sure it's like, okay, this do this way right for me, you know. Um, sometime a nigga didn't trick the traditional special and just took it and ran with it and had to go back and refresh his memory, like, wait, hold on, why I'm doing it like this? Let me let me let me rewind and see why am I doing it like this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause sometimes, you know, traditions need to be broke. You see what I'm saying? So you can go on and um, you know, elope with something new and improved you feel what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you know so yeah you know but this should be a balance though you know what i'm saying do you uh are you into politics uh no not really i mean but it is politics as usual Motherfuckers still getting pinched on the ass like their granny used to do them so you know what i'm saying (laughs) so you know how this shit go man you know what i'm saying though Shit, man, Marion Barry got caught smoking coke in the thing, man, with the hoes, man, and came back and came to mayor again, so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know, shit, man, you know, shit. Uh, what do you, what do you think this. about the the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, verdict? Oh, bruh? Oh, when he shoot the motherfucker? <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, uh, I mean, that shit crazy, man, shit, uh, I mean, you see how the game go, man, mm-hmm. motherfucker do the crying game, man, you know what I'm saying, and with the color of his skin, mm-hmm. motherfucker got a chance to win. You see what I'm saying? Did you used to get in trouble uh, when you were when you were a youngster? Oh yeah, I was a mischievous slick nigga. I mean, I you know nigga wore bifocal glasses and you know I peeped the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I would you know. What's the worst I, thing you did when you were a kid? Uh, what's the worst thing I did as a kid? Um, let's see. I okay. I remember uh, my brother. Wouldn't let me go outside. No, he let me go outside, and I wasn't supposed to go outside. He let me go outside to play kickball. I went outside to play kickball, and I fucked around and broke the motherfucking window. That's the worst thing, nigga. Everybody breaks windows. Well, yeah, man, but I got my ass beat. Everybody don't get their ass beat with the extension You didn't cord. steal no car. You ain't robbed no store or nothing. Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> hell no, man. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Oh, well, so you was a good kid. Now, you talking about going outside, 
kicking a ball. Well, I, you didn't intentionally want to break the window. Like no, but I broke it. Accident. But, but that ass whooping man was you know was intentional. Motherfucker, hey, with the motherfucking extension cord. A lot of motherfuckers steal cars, man. Go go to your granny house and. No, niggas was getting their ass beat, man. Yeah, I used to do you know, way more worse than shit than that. Well, shit, man. Well, you, you know, you exception <laughs> to the rule around this motherfucker. So, no, okay, I'll tell you what. Another thing. Let me see. Um, okay. My little brother, autistic. I got in trouble. Um, I used to go to Mervin's and shit, right? Mm. Niggas start getting good at the game. My auntie worked at Mervin's, so I would be... Uh, uh, changing tags on the on the motherfucking merchandise, mm-hmm. so I would be swipe, swiping shit clearance. So one day, mm. nigga, I had I, I I whipped I whipped that up, boop, I did that, and then one day <laughs> I was able to take the motherfucking uh little uh things that blow up on you, the little, Those mag- little ink things, yeah, the yeah. ink things. Man, I did that. I paid for my other shit. Did that. I tucked some shoes. I tucked some shoes, nigga. The motherfucking uh law. Law prevention, whatever the fuck people Loss prevention. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. they came out and and busted a nigga, man. And I had a little bro with me, and then they arrested little bro mm-hmm. with me. And I had to call. You know what I'm saying? I, I I really felt bad at that. Oh, I also caught a case too, man. A uh, a case with my little brother. That now check this out. I uh I only had like a half ounce of weed. So it was a foreign exchange student asking me for a lighter. This is where the new pair is at, but it's the old Jimmy's though, right? So I'm down the street at the store by the old Jimmy's. Motherfucker asked me for a lighter. Bam. I give a motherfucker the lighter, you know, to light their cigarette, go about their business. The motherfucker, a foreign exchange student, you know. So boot, he do that. Bam. I go about my way. You know what I'm saying? I light my blunt. I'm commissioned to walk, you know. So I got, you know, a few little sacks on me or whatever, like a half ounce bagged up. And then... I guess, you know, it was one of those Tuesdays and Thursdays sweep things. Man, them motherfuckers came out so fast. They had thought I had served a motherfucking uh, foreign exchange student. I'm like, damn, wrong place, wrong time. I was another time. Man, they arrested me and little bro. And little bro can't speak. So I'm looking like, damn, ain't nothing I can do. So then, you know, um, they took me to jail. Um, but my little brother, uh, you know, my mom and my brother came and, my mom was just pleading like such and such, and you know I just hated that to be like that. But probably that—that's about it, you know. And and uh, as far as a kid, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but other shit, as I got older, you know, I, um, I plead the fifth with a fifth. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah, I mean it is it is fucked up that yeah niggas was was getting arrested for fucking. Yeah. Weed back in the days, but we all yeah. know the the yeah. history of that for sure, <clears throat> for sure. So where do you uh your music career? Where do you uh where do you see this going? Where do you want it to go? Um, I I just want to uh, I mean, I just really, I just I just really want to um, I just want to be able to have a bigger platform, I guess, and just take it there. You know what I mean? Mm. Whatever that entails, man. I uh, I know it's a lot of sacrifice you got to do with this music shit. Like, you know, you hear motherfuckers like, hey, man, I've been on the road for the last 20 years, man. I didn't get a chance to see my kid grow up. You know, I don't know if I, you know, I like being at home with my family. So, you know, um, it's a balance. So it's like, it's pros and cons to this shit. You know what I'm saying? You may not be on, you know, the road getting all your bread. 
but you at home to see your folks unwrap their motherfucking gifts and shit. So yeah. But for the most part, I just want to be successful, man. If it's uh, lucrative enough, a nigga could really eat and live on this shit. Hell yeah, man. Sign me up, man. And I can enjoy life on the house. What's the definition of success to you? Uh, shit. Right now. I mean, me right now. Um, being able to do it at my terms. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, you know, being able to make uh, music with creative dope motherfuckers without it being a pressure or forcing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. Are you an independent artist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather stay independent or sign to a major label? Uh, if if it made sense to get up to that other level, man, hell yeah, I don't mind kicking down the door. If it if it made sense, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have I don't think I have a problem with that, mm-hmm. you know, because I know a lot of times most talk about three sixty deal and this and that, but a lot of times everybody's lifestyle ain't built on, you know, okay X Y and Z. You know what I'm saying? For example, like, you know, some motherfuckers need all those situations to, you know, hey, you going to, okay, y'all going to get a piece of everything, but actually y'all going to be, you know, promoting everything. Yeah. You know, a lot of motherfuckers shit ain't built like that. Some motherfuckers is really like, man, I eat shit, sleep, everything, music mm-hmm. to where it's okay for sure. That may not be your thing because, you know, you doing all this shit yourself, but the motherfucker who wear about 30 hats. He might need a little help around this motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, so I'm not tripping as long as it 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 makes sense for me. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's not like a extra stress. You know, a nigga pulling out whatever else hair he got on top of his head, something like mm-hmm. that. You know, other than that, nigga ain't really tripping. But let's say you get signed. I mean, you got a million. Okay. What's the first thing you're doing? Oh man, man. uh Oh shit, man! I'm a, I'm a, I'm a for show. Sure, uh, uh, you know, rainy day put something away. Um, I'm a for show sure honor God by like sliding, you know, my distribution through the community some type of way. You know, whatever that means, whether it be providing jobs, put some type of food on the table. That's just my motto anyway. That's how a nigga live by. You know what I'm saying? And just really being able to empower, taking my power to, that I have to empower. Even right now, nigga, take his power to goddamn power, mm. you know. So, yep, that's what a nigga gonna do, and get right back to the basics around this motherfucker, though. <laughs> Feel me for real. All right, well, tell the uh, tell the people where they can hear your music and what you got what you got coming in twenty twenty two. Okay, yeah, man, Champ Green, man. Um, I'm on the motherfucking uh, Instagram. Uh, you know, what I'm saying Champ Green, Twitter. Uh, Champ Green 09 I think Facebook Champ Green and just Champ Green and I I ain't I ain't I ain't linked in but I'm tapped in you see what I'm saying and uh uh that's about it and I got some nice cool shit coming um uh in the first quarter of 2022 man just you know be a lookout man and uh don't be afraid to spread the word and the verbs man you know what I mean that's all man cash up around this motherfucker I love you blood <laughs> How much do you charge for a feature? Oh man, we'll work with budgets, man. We ain't hating like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, uh shit, whatever your budget, you know, is you know, respectful. We both trying to win. Let's get in and win. What's the most you got for a feature? Uh I probably got about eight hundred. Eight hundred? Yeah. And that was out of love. You so know. what was the proudest your whole music career? 
what's the one thing that you're most proud of? Uh, the most thing I'm probably proud of is my niggas handing me cash to be like, hey, blood, uh, we ain't tripping off the Like, we going to hand you the bread. Like, for my niggas to hand me the bread, they're believing me, like, just ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like, hand me the dough, like, you know, like, they support me regardless, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I got people who, you know, really care about me, so when my album come out, you know, my other nigga was like, man, I'm going to listen to that shit on YouTube for free, man, and I'm going to give you a hundred. I got a few niggas who, you know, actually did that, and uh I I value that. I be valuing that shit, and and being, being able to, you know, rock uh, a nigga, uh, Erk brought me out to my first sold out show or his, well, my first sold out show I ever been a part of that. Also, the Grand National show that was sold out that it fell on my birthday, which was just this last August. Um, Where that, was that at? That was at the New Parish. Okay. Right when, you know, they said, okay, man, motherfucker start back performing and shit. Mm. So, um, yeah, those are some definitely highlights, man. And just, you know, being around, you know, uh, building with my niggas, man, my regulars only crew. Just fucking with it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do you do you have a groupie experience? Like I did this Grand National, so do you have Oh, little, yeah, like if I just ran little, little broad and shit. A little broad in the back, you know what I'm saying? Get a little thing, thing. Nah, nah, uh-uh, but. Uh, are you saying no because you have a girl or are you just saying oh no? i have a girl but uh so did you, that's the reason you're saying no 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 i just ain't had that experience yet never man. no i ain't had that never had a bitch be like yo let me let me let me suck nah, you up like, nah nah let national. me give you the rice cake with the high stakes nah i ain't had that just yet <laughs> i haven't had that just yet but i i have oh, had some uh definite benefits of uh you know um 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 you know uh uh, uh, rapping and shit like that. Yeah. When it comes to that <laughs> motherfucker at the side gate, like, hey man, I got you know, you been know. like, yo nigga, uh, yo bitch, I'm with I'm with Kevin Allen. You know what I'm saying? You know I mean, let me go to the bathroom with you. Never like that, but no. a motherfucker to say, hey man, uh, this dispensary right here, man, and check this out, man. Uh, you know what? <laughs> say these two words, man, and we are gonna drop this motherfucker on you like a hot right there, man. I didn't have Damn. that, you know, lucrative experience, and that shit worked out really, really sweet. How long you and your girl been together? Uh, I've been in the game 10 years with her. 10 years? Mm-hmm. You got kids? No, nah, I'm Rolling Stone Dow Jones. <laughs> Rolling Stone Dow Jones? For sure. <laughs> What's that mean? You shooting blanks? No, nah, where I lay my hat is my home, man. Uh, okay. I'm on tour with this game. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's that's up. all. Ain't no, uh, ain't, no bigger, um, ain't no bigger stories in Horizon with you and her? I'm saying you getting down on one knee with the with the with the Bosky. Oh, and jagged edge the game. Well, not really right now. I'm just taking my time. Uh-huh. You know, I'm just living life, man. You and know she down saying? with that with four flats. Oh, for sure. Okay. You know, um, she she respect the game. Have you ever cheated on her? <laughs> she don't listen to the show, nigga. So you can you can tell the truth. <laughs> nope. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That is true. That you is true. Feel me? I'm African, so I'm different. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anything else you want to? Uh, anything else you want to uh, mention to the people? This shit get heard around the world, nigga. I know for sure, for sure, you know man. Talk to the niggas in London. Okay, man. Right well, now. check this out, man. Um, you know, just uh, spread the motherfucking word, man. Champ Green, man. Often heard and always seen around this motherfucking man, and that's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Love your neighbor, man, and don't be a hater, man. And stay fucking with the players, man. That's it, man. 
everyday celebrity, man. Spitting game like longevity. <laughs> on this motherfucking podcast. Free at last. So Martin Luther King, me, nigga. Do you <laughs> do you got any performances coming up? Uh not at the moment. Not at the moment. Uh but shit changes every minute and every second around this motherfucker. So mm. yeah, to be continued. All right, word. Well, thank you, uh, Champ Green, for blessing me with with the presence. I mean, we it, it was good to get to know you and everybody. Go on Instagram, support his. Well, work first of all, where can niggas hear your music? Uh, I guess you know all the little regular, uh, little corporate little sites and shit. Uh, Spotify, mm. uh, Apple and shit. You know, iTunes and all that shit. Okay. Can I say Napster just for the fuck of it? No, nah, I'm fucking with you. I don't, I just <laughs> Napster still out there? No, nah, I, I don't. I'm not even. I'm not even <laughs> tapped in. I just wanted to say that shit. Uh, yeah. So everybody, uh, go on, go on. You know what I'm saying his socials. Follow him, mm-hmm. support him. You know what I'm saying all you artists who want to tap in with a real one, uh, please do. Hit him up. You know what I'm saying. Please do. He'll work with you on features. That's what he say. Please do. But make sure, make sure you ain't no weak ass shit. You know please do. And uh, this is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. We are out. Yes, sir. You.